Okay, episode 15, Hard to Please with Eva V. Today I have Wave Chappelle. Hey. Um, you're one of my guests that I've been looking forward to the most because, mm-hmm. I mean, you've just like done a lot of shit. Yeah, I have. I have. Uh, it's interesting. I, I like to tell people I feel like I've lived like three different lives. You know what I mean? I'm like in my late 20s, but I, I feel like I've done just tons of stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah so, like, if you were to like describe. Like, if you were to introduce yourself, and don't be, like, humble or whatever. Like, how would you introduce yeah. yourself? Um, if I had to introduce myself, I would say, um, you know, I'm Way Chappelle, born and raised on the north side of Milwaukee. Um, went to school, University of Memphis. I was signed. I had a full record deal, uh, CMG Epic Records. I've worked with, you name it, any and everybody. If you have a favorite rapper, I've probably met him. I've probably been in a room with him. You know what I mean? Um, Drake, Meek Mill, Yo Gotti, Rick Ross, you name it. Nicki Minaj, you name it. Uh, I've met pretty much everybody. I've toured around. I've done, I want to say, three national tours now. Um, and yeah, and now, fast forward to now, I'm a Bucks ambassador. Um, yeah, that's just a quick, that's how I introduce myself, though. Yeah. That's a good introduction. Um, yeah. I probably wouldn't have nailed all of that. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. There's more. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Um, so I think it's funny. Well, you're also, okay, you're also a dad. Yes, I am a dad. That's like at the very, very forefront. You know what I mean? Um, I just think it's funny because of like the way that we, it's kind of funny the way mm-hmm. we met. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so I went up to you at a bar because I thought you were my friend. Yeah. This is what I re- how I remember it. Yeah. Because I, I remember bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. I, I talked to you at a bar because I thought you were my friend. Mm-hmm. But you were not him. No. Um, but it's it's funny because he's gotten mistaked for you. So I'm not alone in the thinking that you guys look similar. Mm-hmm. But now I don't think you guys look similar now that I've gotten to know you. But yeah. um, then... You we follow each other on Instagram. Uh huh. Am I missing anything? That's pretty much it, right? No, not. I don't think you're missing anything. I remember. Yeah, you walked up. You thought I was the homie, and then I, I said, "What's up?" Anyway, because I meet. You know, I run into all type of people. You know what I mean? So I was just. <laughs> yeah, like, you were nice. Yeah, were even nice. if I don't know somebody, I just play it off. I'm like, "Yo, what's up?" You know what I mean? Um, I think the homie, one of the homies, mentioned though. I was like, he's like, "That's Wave. Like, you know, Wave. Like, this is my guy," and then um. I remember that, and then we end up, <laughs> and then that. we, and then we end up, then we end up following each other. Yeah, that's what I remember. That's so funny. It's embarrassing. I remember I told the story at Easter, and my mm. sister was like, "You need to stop drinking," uh. <laughs> and I was like, "I mean, I, I made a friend out of it. I don't think it's a bad story." But yeah, what's crazy about it though is that we, our sons, have the same name. Yeah, they do. Which. Not a lot of people are named Soul. Nah, I think Soul is an amazing name. I think the meaning behind it. And their birthdays are like, because my son's birthday was yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. And yours was a couple days ago. Yeah, his was the 23rd. Yeah, Both in November. I just remember like one day, like, I was just like, because I knew you had a kid because we kept talking about like our kids. Mm -hmm. And then one day I was just, I was literally waiting at the nail salon to get my nails done. And I was like, what the fuck is this kid's name? And I stalked your Instagram. And I was like, no. Something was like telling me to look. Yeah. And I was like, no fucking way. That's crazy. Yeah, baby soul. I like to call him Solo because I'm a Star Wars fan. And Solo is just like kind of fire too. So Solo is his nickname, but Soul is his actual name. Um, I call Soul Soli Polioli. (laughs) And I call him Ravioli. Just because it all right. I'm sure he likes it. Ravioli I mean, is he cute. responds to it. Yeah. So, I bet um, he likes it. So, like, how do you juggle being, like, a dad and, like, doing everything that you do? Because I feel like right now I'm in a <coughs> spot where I'm trying to, like, 
navigate creatively mm-hmm. and it's it's hard to do both especially because like you get that like guilt mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. like how do you um one i i just keep um i think because i have such a good flow with just being an artist um it's kind of like you know when you ride a bike after a while like you could you get so good at riding a bike you could let go of the handlebars and draw and ride it you know what i mean because you're just so used to it so i'm like that with with being an artist it's kind of second nature so most of my focus the majority of my focus goes towards being a dad um and it's i put it first you know what i mean when i first open my eyes i'm in dad mode you know what i mean so I, um, I think that's a good way that I juggle it, you know, just handling, take doing that first and um, just trusting that the music, all the art artistry stuff will just kind of flow. Um, but then also, too, I have a, a, an amazing support system. You know, what I mean, um, my mom, my aunt, my granny, I got cousins that I grew up with. Everybody is um, all hands on deck. You know, what I mean, uh, my dad, my dad, uh, he actually his daycare is inside of my dad's church you know what i mean so my dad owns the daycare so you know it's just a total you know they the saying goes it, it takes a village and i have luckily for me i have a very amazing village i feel like it's because you were pretty like well established um mm-hmm. in your career like by the time you had a son right like mm-hmm. you would say yeah so for sure. i feel like because i'm kind of i was starting to establish myself and then i got pregnant so like everything mm-hmm. was on pause mm-hmm. and then now it it's I've spent like the last year like j- trying to like jump back into it. Mm-hmm. And then but I get I don't know if you get this kind of like Okay. No, you're good. I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna let it. Just let it rock. There you go. Um And boom. Okay, whatever. We'll just go yeah. from there. No, you're good. Um so <laughs> I kind of get this like I guess like imposter mm-hmm. syndrome, like mm-hmm. because I'll be like, well, I'm grinding and I'm like doing all this like for my kid, but then like, because then I'll be like, well, am I am I doing it for him? Am I doing it for myself? Am I being selfish by spending all this time doing all these things? Um, but I feel like that's got to be like a normal feeling to have. Like I feel like a lot of like creative people who are parents that are like doing stuff like in the music industry, like whatever. I feel like they gotta feel like. Do you ever feel like that? Um, <clears throat> I can understand where that feeling would come from because I, and I don't think mine is guilt. Mine is just, I just be missing my boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just, um, I just did a stretch where I did three shows in Milwaukee. I had one, then after those three, there was one in Madison. And then after the one in Madison, there was the, the Bucks thing. And all throughout all of those days, like I was only able to see him a couple hours each, you know, after each time I would have to be like, all right, son, I'm gone. I'm going, I'm going. Yeah. So for me, I think the, the emotional struggle is just kind of missing him, wanting to see him. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily feel guilty because I know I can rest on the fact that literally everything that I'm doing, um, at the end of it, whenever I say, all right, I'm done, whatever I accumulated from, you know, being an artist or being Wade Chappelle, I can literally just hand off to him and then Aww, he'll be, that's a- so sweet. <laughs> he'll be able to, uh, do whatever he wants with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think that's what helps me sleep at night, you know, when I'm missing him or if I have to travel away to do something, I'm like, you know, this is no longer for me. It's not even serving. It's not serving, you know, it's fun for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being an artist, like I'm a competitive artist. I love just, I'm passionate about it, but I don't feel like that's not at the forefront no more. Like now that I have a son, it's more so serving, um, you know, my son, you know what I mean? All of this yeah. is for him, you know? That's sweet. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pivot. Um, yeah, you're good. So I've talked about this in my past episodes, mm-hmm. um, just like the Milwaukee music scene. Like, mm-hmm. okay, when did you 
what year did you like start like really rapping? Like, okay, I don't mean to say like, okay, like what, when you started to like actually like like do shows and like get, you know, some traction. So that's a tough question for me because, I mean, again, it's not a flex. It'd be hard for me to talk about my career because I never want to feel like I'm flexing. But um, since high school, honestly, like um, I had my first show in my junior year my first show my first like paid gig was my junior year in high school uh it was at reggie's rock lounge in chicago i've been there um and so you know that's really when it started for me because i had two other i i used to be in a group i started off as an artist in a group called be right yeah um it was my older cousin and my older homie who went to the arts and um you know we won multiple shepherd express awards like three shepherd express awards while i was in high school um doing shows all this stuff so i got a lot of this a lot of the business mindset and how to be an artist while I was, you know, 16, 17, 18, you know what I mean? Um, and so I guess you, I guess I wouldn't say it, it didn't become professional until like 2015 when I signed my deal, but you know, all through high school, I was like, so like you kind thing. of, in a way you started to get big around kind of like the SoundCloud rap era. For sure. hundred percent, hundred percent. Cause okay. And this isn't me saying this, but, mm -hmm. So like, do you ever feel because every you know everybody want wanted to be a rapper yeah. around that time? So yeah. like, how do you feel that you were different? I mean, you got signed, like you did big shit, but like, yeah. how do you feel like you were different? Because I feel like so many people in Milwaukee, <clears throat> mm -hmm. they've tried to make it, but they'll do this. Th they'll like make the mistake of like once they're known in Milwaukee, they mm -hmm. just kind of like stay there. Like mm -hmm. they're content with it. They're not. Mm -hmm. They don't want to keep going and going. But I feel like you didn't do that. Yeah, hundred percent. I think um, I think there's a couple things. One, um, just from a passion perspective, is uh, how passionate are you about it? You know, a lot of people we all rap for different reasons. Some people rap because it's fun. Some people rap because they want to be somebody. Some people rap because they want to show off their outfits and mm -hmm. you know stuff like that. I rap because I'm really passionate about it. It's something that I would do even if I didn't get money to do it. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that's one. You know, the pa uh, the how much you love it, and then two. Uh, there's a you know like kind of playing off of what you said you know people get content you know what i mean like but my thing is fame fame is not even real to me you know what i mean like fame don't matter i've been i've been around famous people i've yeah. been and local fame is not fame you it's know what i mean not, like that's like, what a lot of people in milwaukee like have started to do is like treat like milwaukee fame as fame and it's it's mm -hmm. not because yeah like you go to chicago nobody a knows who you are or gives a fuck about who right. you are like right. at all and that's an hour and a half away right. you know so right um it's, it's almost like i look at it like grand theft auto honestly like i tell a rapper <laughs> okay. look it's like grand theft auto when you first played it when you turn the game on you start uh you know you start from the very beginning and you look at the map it's certain areas of the map that's not even open yet you know what i mean you right. got to finish all the missions that's in the city that you in and that's not even you even when you do that you don't win the game it's just another map that opens you know what i mean right, that means right. that there's other levels but um so you know once you if you're known locally that's not like don't get me wrong like you know you can celebrate and you know you feel oh good. yeah no that's you still feel, like an accomplishment you feel good you feel but... good about yourself but you gotta then that's when you gotta ask yourself Yo, how far do i want to take this is this the is this the ceiling for me right. and um for me i know for a fact that that's not my ceiling because you know my talent and my passion is way beyond yeah um you know so that's just what it is. I tell everybody, everybody, I'm playing Grand Theft Auto. I'm trying to yeah. really Well, like, also, what I think is different, like, with you versus other Milwaukee artists is, I feel like we have, and I've talked about this, uh, I talked about this in a 
recent episode um mm-hmm. that a lot of people in milwaukee they don't try to help other people mm-hmm. you know like they're like i'm doing me you figure your shit out i'm gonna worry about getting myself up and then they either do that or they make the mistake of like they try to pull everybody up with them too fast and then it's like okay we're we're just rocking with you you know what i mean but like because i went to one of your shows and like you were like you featured like local artists that kind of need that mm-hmm. like leg up you know, and have you've done that like with your like Chappelle shows yeah um so uh i don't know because i think about um what's his name dc the don because mm-hmm. he just was like i'm just doing my own thing and he i mean i've never heard him once like mention milwaukee ever i mean he might have <clears throat> but mm-hmm. um i don't know where i'm going with that no but. you're good <laughs> i can't um yeah just comment on that i think um i think you're absolutely right i think there's a um there's a lack of resources here, you know yeah. what I mean, just naturally because Milwaukee is a smaller city. So I feel like people have this mentality where it's like, oh, if I, whatever resource I do have, I got to hoard it. I got to keep it within the family. I got to keep it with me yeah. and my two, three, four guys that I'm that I'm tight with. Right. And, um, you know, I don't have that mentality just because, again, I've been able, even be, but even before, you know, I became Wave Chappelle, I always felt like um you know we're stronger in numbers you know if you go mm-hmm. to you look at memphis you go to you look at chicago you know any a lot of a lot of cities now i won't say all cities but if you look at the dominant cities in like hip-hop culture in general all these guys they're they're different artists but they rock with each other you know yeah. what i mean they rock with each other they in a real way you know not yeah. just a, i see you around i'm gonna shake your hand but like yo come to my studio yo you don't got a studio you could you could record at my studio right um yo uh this guy has a a, um a connect to complex or rolling stone or whatever i'm gonna get everybody write-ups i'm gonna get the whole city write-ups you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying um you know so i I just feel like that mentality just needs to be more of that and that's kind of something that i try to do like you said with the Chappelle show i'm like okay cool if i'm gonna be able to bring all these people in then i want to feature up-and-coming artists because um you know it's important to have that platform you know what i'm saying and i'm not the guy that's i don't want to be in nobody way you know what i mean like I don't get nothing out of that. I don't get nothing out of coming here and being like, oh, look at me. Look, look how many, you know, standing at the mountaintop beating my chest. Right. You know, I get some out of, you know, throwing dope shows, but then also being like, hey, look, you know, Pete, you could discover this artist. You could discover this artist. And we are from the town. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it all just helps. It all just yeah. helps. Yeah. No, I, when I was like throwing shows, I mean, just having a successful show, I feel like already like makes me feel accomplished mm-hmm. and so like i like with the Chappelle shows i'm sure like even if like it's because it's not it's your show but like you're able to feature all these other artists which yeah. i'm sure feels really good like at the end of the day um absolutely so okay so you were signed mm-hmm. and how when was that that was how many years ago <sighs> Woo, 2015 officially like i was rolling yeah. around with Gotti and them 2014 but i didn't officially sign till 2015 Okay, and then, so, but you, okay, you just had a song with Uzi, didn't you? Or it's up on your, like, top of your... Yeah, it's doing really well. I didn't just drop it. Okay. But um, it's been out for a while. I, I think How did that happen? Because somebody recently, like, mm-hmm. you came up in conversation <laughs> somehow, and literally somebody was like, bro, he's got a song with Uzi. Like, have y'all seen that? And all of us were like, yeah, we saw it. Because, I mean, when you go on, like, your uh, yeah. Apple Music, like, that's one mm-hmm. of the first songs that comes up. Yeah. And everybody was like, 
how the fuck but i mean like you have songs with other big artists too yeah for sure that's the thing is but i, I feel mean, like we're we're just really curious about this uzi one so i want to know the story word yeah uh it's fairly simple um i met him we met at south by southwest uh, a while ago this is maybe 2016 okay. um that's so when he was like real 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 big yeah yeah, yeah. he dropped um this is right. Be- this is right. Bef- this is right before the album that had EXO Tour Life on it. This yeah. is the one before. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, we met. We had a lot of shows. We was on a, a lot of the same lineups on a lot of the same shows. We did the Ilmore. We mm-hmm. both was on there. Um, Beer and tacos. Just a bunch of shows that we both were on the lineup. And um, you know, we just start chopping it up. And then he had a session. You know, I, I audio engineer as well. You know, what I mean, I know how to record a session or whatever. Yeah. And um, he had a studio session. He invited me to. Nobody knew how to. You know, you know, nobody knew how to run the session. I did. So I'm running the session. And um, you know, there was a point where he was like chilling. Everybody was chilling. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna just work on some of my stuff until everybody ready. Yeah. Um. So I pulled a song up. You know, he was rocking with it. Like, he was just like, he was like, he's like, bro, like, what is this? Like, what you playing right now? And I'm like, oh, man, this is just something I just got, this is something in my files or whatever. He like, bro, send me this. He's like, send me this, like, right now. I was like, all right, bet. So I sent it to him. Um, we Of course, we exchanged lines after South by Southwest. And then we reconnected in Atlanta during mm-hmm. this event called A3C. And then that's when he recorded it in Atlanta. Nice. Um, so that's why he, in the verse, you, he goes, uh, Med Wave down in Atlanta. And never since, man, that's my family. You know, something like that. But, yeah. you know. Who's uh, your, what's your favorite, like, feature that you have? Uh, Hands down, the feature with Yo Gotti. Uh, it's a song called Talk To Him. Mm-hmm. Um, super dope. It's just the, the that whole moment, the way it came about. He literally, uh, I just walked in the room. They were working on the album. During this time, we was in Miami working on an album called Chapter One. It was a collective tape. And, um, man, oh, he just had to, he just had the beat playing. And a lot of times, I was a songwriter, too. Like, I got songwriting credits on a lot of songs people might not know about. But, um, <laughs> you know, I was that whole two weeks, I was going in and out of studios just, like, helping write with Snooty Wild, Zedzilla, you know, Yo Gotti, all these artists. Mm-hmm. And I walked in Gotti's session, and he had this song playing, so I'm walking in, you know, I'm listening. And they know, like, me, I'm a lyricist. Like, they know I freestyle. Like, that's my thing. So they like, he like, man, he like, he like, you hear something? I'm like, I'm like, yeah. He like, he like, get in there. And I just did, I just went. Like, no structure, no nothing. I just got on, and I just went, and he kept it. And, yeah. Um, yeah, that ended up being, like, my, like, I'm here moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, that's definitely my favorite one. Like, I could go to Memphis so right cool. now and perform that, and it'll go crazy. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, do you miss, like, being signed at all? Nah, not, not really, no. I feel like you do really well, like, doing, like, your own thing. Yeah. I, I feel like you, you, I don't know, I guess I didn't know you back then, mm-hmm. but, like, you just seem, like, happy with... You know, like you're, yeah. I mean, you're well known, mm-hmm. like for sure. I mean, you have a lot of followers. <laughs> I rem- I just remember that. Okay. I'm like going back to how I met yeah, you. No, I remember the good. morning after I looked at, cause I saw you follow me and I was like, <laughs> and I mistaked him for somebody else. Um, yeah. but cause like, I mean, you're doing the Bucks thing, which I think is really cool. So like how, how, so you're a Bucks ambassador. So you, you just did the show. Uh-huh. How did that go? 
Uh, it was crazy. That was crazy because it was a um, it was different from the last two, because you know I don't know how much you keep up with sports, but the NBA they're doing this thing called the in season tournament now, and it's mm-hmm. new like this year, and so like this is like our um last home in season tournament, like the last home game, yeah. during the tournament, and sold sold out. Like tickets were sold out. Pfizer form was packed like the energy and, and it was a close game too mm-hmm. so like walking onto the middle of the floor just felt different than the last two because it's like the the energy the gravity in the yeah. room was just crazy um but it was super dope you know what i mean and then also too there's a part of the performance where i jump up on a box we didn't rehearse that at all yeah. like at all i was just sitting on the side and bango's like he's like yo like you know if you feel it like you know jump on that box like throw us some alley-oops yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> so I'm rapping, you know, I'm rapping. I'm in, you know what I mean? So again, rap for me is like riding the bike. So I'm not even thinking about the raps. The yeah. rap is easy. I'm thinking about not having these guys run into me. Yeah. I'm trying to get a feel for where the box is. I jump <laughs> on the box. I got to throw lobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so it was crazy, but it, it was dope. Oh, and then there's a, there's a moment. Um, everybody wants to know what would happen if I fail, but we're never going to find out because <laughs> I caught myself and I jumped off that thing and i i landed and i kept rapping and then boom yeah oh what's great is you didn't even have to like mention that and i never would have known it. no <laughs> not a lot of people would have known yeah. it happened but, yeah um um but it was dope cool. mm-hmm. it was it was really dope um shout out to the bucks man it's i mean of course you know i feel like with anybody being from milwaukee and being able to be involved with the team that's like you know a dream come true is dope. So yeah, um, I met a Bucks player the other day, but mm, I don't you? remember it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> at you? Lucid on Saturday. Oh, you met Marjan. Yeah, but well, I guess I did. Yeah. Yeah, I. I was it cool? Was he nice to you? I don't wave. I have no idea. I need to stop. <laughs> Lucid is toxic. For oh, me. you thought he was somebody else? No, <laughs> you were like I actually <laughs> don't remember the like the interaction at all. Okay. Then I didn't find out that I'm like was even in his vicinity until the next day uh, when somebody brought it up to me and I was like, what happened? Yeah. Because yeah. here's what happened. I go to Lucid. I, I'll be in a section. I drink too much. And then I forget. Mm. I do remember seeing you though. I walked past you and I yeah, was like, Hey, yeah, you know, you know, you be walking past. It's cool. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you talking about a Trinity the other week? Nah, it's all good. you be doing your thing. You yeah. Be, you be I f- did kind of, you be floating. <laughs> I do float. I like mm-hmm. to float around. I don't like to. That's why I was. I I like Trinity because there's three bars, so I can like mm-hmm. run away. So yeah, no, um, I feel you. I be having social anxiety in in places too. Like I I'm really not a go out type of guy, which is ironic because like, I only ever you see, see you me out. when I'm out. But literally, this is the first time I've seen you not. The out. only <laughs> time I be out is because my guys like they they rock with being out. Yeah. They they like it. You know yeah. what I mean? They enjoy it. The whole nine, you know, getting dressed, all of that, going to get drinks, the whole nine. I cannot do it. Like, I'm, like, I be having anxiety. Yeah. Um. That's why I be having to have a drink in my hand. If I don't, then I'm, like, I'm jittery. I don't like it. I See, because like I have that problem, too, where, like, I get there and I'm, like, okay, I need to, like, loosen up. I need to have a drink. Mm-hmm. And... But then I have the drink and then I don't want to hold it anymore. So I mm-hmm. pound it. But then it like it's a cycle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've been I. OK, you saw me out at Lucid and you saw me at Trinity. Besides uh-huh. that, I haven't really. Been out. <laughs> you have to believe I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> um, I haven't. But it's like because I feel like going out. You see a lot of like the same groups of people, but I feel because it's like you and your guys, like you and like Buddha, <laughs> y'all. It'll be like Fiji, like you know what I mean. And it's like 
there's certain groups of people where if like they're not there people aren't gonna go yeah you know like it's do you agree um i was just gonna say it is very clicky i don't know i feel like definitely i feel like people i think every spot has its night so people just automatically go to whatever that spot is that night. Yeah, because I, they, well, yeah, I agree. Because they with know that. it. Hey, it's this place's night. Yeah. Um, but I will. I think the clicks like help make it though. Yeah, it is very clicky, and I feel like that's the part. That's the part where I'm like, I don't want to say I don't like it because I get it, but like, I don't yeah, know. I think everybody runs with like who they run with. I think that's the part that makes it boring. That's the uh, part. Yeah, that's the part sure. that makes it boring. That's why I like places where I can like float around because like I don't want to just sit there and just talk to like, I mean obviously I came with the people I know so I want to mm. spend time with them and be around mm-hmm. them but like like I'm trying to like I don't know hang out have a good time and not just be with the yeah. same four people I'm with every single day. Yeah, see, just I'm, in a different place. I'm coming from Atlanta. I was living there for three years before I moved back here, and you know when you go out there, there's so many people. It's not clicks, you know. What I mean, there's yeah. so many different people to meet and talk to, and you know all of that. You every know what time I mean? I've been out in Atlanta, it's like it's it's definitely more of like a. Like a like a hot pot. Like everybody just yeah. kind of like talks to everybody. Everybody flows with everybody. It's not like you got like this click stand in the corner over here. It's it's everybody's flowing with each other yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I would um, agree with that. it's it's cool for me where it's like here, of course I definitely don't feel comfortable without going out without my guys. And yeah. then also it's just like well, I n- I've never seen you out without them, but yeah. <laughs> and it's also like but then on the flip side it's like, man, I mean I love the city of Milwaukee, but also the nightlife is fairly boring. It's just like, okay, boom, after 10 p.m., there's literally nothing to do. So what are we going to do? We're going to end up in the same spot that everybody else is doing. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, I am I am getting sick of the rotation of spots. Yeah. Um, I wish, like, because I feel like places will try to have, Bodega had its moment. I haven't been back. They, they tried. I feel they like tried, they tried. And they were doing okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where I met you. <laughs> but like- Bodega had its moment. I feel like Room Seven's trying to have a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody's playing Battle of the DJs too. That's the thing. Yeah, that's what they saw. They saw like how like Mondo and like like Larry and them were doing it, mm-hmm. and they, which was good. Like the way they were like running loose and like doing all that, mm-hmm. that was good. But now every bar is trying to cling to that. And like we got Mr. New York, we got like and good for the DJs. Yeah. Shout out to the DJs. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. No, good for the DJs for sure. But I'm like every bar is clinging to like that being like their thing. But it's every bar's thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just need something new. That's we need something new. We need like <laughs> um, you ever been to Reverie in Atlanta? The VR Absolutely. bar? I know that's that's, we, my, that's my, my favorite my spot. Guys, yeah. yeah. We need one of them here. Yeah, Reverie, MJQ, Hole in the Wall. Like, there's so many spots in in Atlanta that, like, if that was if there was a Milwaukee version, it would literally be my favorite place because I love a place that one rotates the DJs and then two lets the let you let you listen. Milwaukee spots in Milwaukee, y'all gotta let the DJs play the music. That's why you're. That's why you brought them. That's why you right. hired them. Don't put no Thank leash on them you for and that. tell and tell them. Um, yo, I'll I'll give you this. I I'll, I'll do something extra for you if you don't play this. That's that's that makes the tr- the experience trash. No, I totally you know I mean? agree because all these like 
bars are they're putting limits on what they could play so then it's like this it's the same thing yeah. where like when you hear these djs when they have that full reign mm-hmm. it's always a better time because mm-hmm. they're able they they're playing stuff that they know we want to hear yeah. they could really give us a mix and not yeah. a, and not a preset you know yes I mean? thank you for saying that because i totally agree it just sucks because i feel like people are afraid to start something like like rever like starting something like that in milwaukee because if it fails like i mean that's a lot of money on the line yeah i don't think people are afraid i think people just don't have the infrastructure or the relationships but you know i guess it's a good platform to say like i i got something in the works like 2024 i definitely have something in the works i have mm-hmm. i ha- i happen to have relationships and um i know people and I know a lot of DJs, so you know I got something. To watch. <laughs> okay, so like a light, a light drop right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. No, that's cool as fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I feel like a lot of episodes on here I've talked about Milwaukee nightlife, but it, yeah. like you're right, like there's not much else to do here. I mean, after 10 p.m., it'd be like, damn, I just want to. What about we can't even go get food nowhere? That's crazy. I know, like taco trucks and Oakland gyros. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Can we get can we get more, bro? Can we please get more? And then the spot that's not a club, they act like Alcatraz. Up down, up down was ready to not let me in. Talking about, oh, we need to scan your ID. Like, bro, if y'all, I'm trying to play Mario Kart, bro. What right? Are y'all talking no, about? I know. And <laughs> and literally, they do such a hard shutdown at two o'clock. I, it bothers me that I. Okay, Milwaukee probably is one of those cities where we need to have that hard shutdown because there is a drinking problem here. <laughs> but true. I'm just saying, can we have one place open till like 4 a.m.? I just think that'd be cool. Like an A-bar that's not somebody's apartment on Brady Street. <laughs> no, yeah, that's facts. <laughs> that is facts. Um, I'm with you That's on that. just how I feel. Yeah. Um, okay, so I've also talked about, I don't know how this has become a thing, but it's become a thing. So I need your top five rappers right now. Not of all time. Oh, that's easy. Just right now. That's easy. Everybody who's I've asked has not. It's not been easy for them. Listen, top five, top five rappers. All I'm gonna give you right now and all time. Okay, do it. So right now I got, um, and this is as of this year, Drake. No, yeah, Drake, Cole, Kendrick, Future. Who do I want to put at the five? I don't know. I don't know about a five. Sheesh. I don't know. Five, I'm going to put random. You could put whoever at five. See, that's what I'm saying is every time I ask somebody, they can't name a fifth. All right, I'm going to say. Because it's like you got to you gotta close the list there. So then it's like, who's going to. Well, that's because it's, it's just so many, it's so many people. And then like, you know, I would put somebody else from their class. But I feel like the other guys, they're not really dropping the greatest of albums right put now. yourself. <laughs> yeah, Way Chappelle. Yeah, Way Chappelle is at the five. So we got Drake, Cole, Kendrick, Future, Way Chappelle. So how did you feel about For All the Dogs? Amazing. I think that's his best album since Nothing Was the Same. I think he sounds inspired. I think he sounds creative. I think the the balance between really, really good rapping and really, really sticky hooks and R and B songs mm-hmm. is like perfect. Um, yeah. And it's probably, like I said, I think his, it's his best since uh, nothing was the same. Yeah, I enjoyed the album, but I I just hated how everybody, every, they everybody does this. They'll And they do it to Drake. They, they do it to other artists as big as Drake, <clears throat> um, where they come for the album, but then it's still top five. 
It's still because they're listening to it, but they just right. want to every okay. Maybe every single song didn't make it to your playlist, but it's still a good album. Yeah, and, and then, it makes me mad. The thing with Drake, well, people like Drake, you know, artists like Drake, which is Drake, Kendrick, or Cole, whoever you want to name, but artists on, on that stature, you can't, you can't really go off the numbers. You know what I mean? Because they're gonna do numbers regardless. Yeah. E- anytime either one of them drops, it's gonna go number one every time, regardless. Yeah. So I feel like it's not proper hip hop critique to just go off be like okay it's number one so you got to go off the quality of the work you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's something that's lost on you know critics these days they don't know how to criticize the the actual work you know what i'm saying um but see i look i look at like okay we're gonna look at we're gonna look at the singles what what songs are the singles how good did those do then we're gonna look at the album cuts how good are these actually from a skill perspective from a songwriting perspective beat selection all of that um and that's kind of how i get to what albums are good what album is quote-unquote mid like they like to say now um Mm -hmm. but i really do feel like for all the dogs was amazing and then the deluxe just from a rap rapping perspective I, that's my that i love it because oh, no, the um, deluxe i i thought the deluxe was and i like how quick we got it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and people love to say like people love to act like the knock on drake is that oh he's gonna give you the pop song but he's not really gonna rap rap like that and he showed people like yo stop are pl- you surprised like, that um slime you out was the single no i think that was perfectly executed because that's probably one of my most played on the album because be right now SZA is like the, she's popping yeah. right she's like the darling of billboard um then you got drake and then even the term like i'm gonna slime you out slime this slime that you yeah. know what i mean like it's all just really really good it's smart it's marketable it's everything so is that your number one album of 2023 because it, it's it's, it's de- probably one it's of mine debatable if if j cole doesn't drop if they if j cole doesn't drop and that future and metro album doesn't drop then one thousand percent uh, best album this year because there's no competition who's yeah. the competition um <laughs> i want to say this i feel like a lot of i've been seeing this online too um because everyone's talking about how rap is a young man's sport and all this type of stuff which it is like it's birth from youth but um you know the best music is coming from 30 and up like the best yeah. albums are coming from wait let me look up how old brent fias is and then maybe i'll agree bro's damn near 30 what is he he's close <laughs> he's to 30 gotta be tizo is 30 because uh, Brent Fias' album is probably one of my top. It's up there. My my personal oh, top. Okay. Yeah, I'm just I just love Brent. You Fias. just love Brent Fias. Last year, my Apple Replay, he was my most played artist. My most played album. He was like all like the five like categories. He wow. made every single one. Wow. Yeah. You know what he sings about, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's 28. I just wanted to. Be- you know what I'm saying he's two. He two years removed he's from 30. 30. That's yeah. He up there. He's not. That's not a. He's not a young man. <laughs> Yeah, like he's about to—he's a grown man. He's a grown man. For you know what I'm sure. saying, uh, Uzi almost thirty. Um, Cardi's close to thirty. Yeah, like I just saw Cardi and I—I I saw him at Summer Smash, and that's one of my—I okay, I love—I've been a diehard Cardi like Dial It, it mm-hmm. that little like trend on Instagram. The six albums get to know me. Mm-hmm. I put Dial It on there. I was like, I know people are gonna come for me, mm-hmm. but Dial It like Dial It is dope. It made me. It helped make me who I am. I would say. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, like the songs, just like <laughs> I like them. I guess they were like in a. a I mean, very, I'm not knocking you. I understand. They were they were during like a very like important part of my life, like when it dropped. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. I think it's a good album, but I always like knocked him for his uh, live performances because he mm-hmm. always shows up late. Mm-hmm. He it's just never. 
lives up to my standards, I guess. But yeah. I saw him at Summer Smash, and I thought he did great. Also, I feel that way about I Trippy Red Live makes me so mad mm, because so? because he sings like or performs thirty seconds of his songs, and then you hear the boom, 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 and then he cuts it, and I'm mm-hmm. like. Stop smoking the blunt, please. Just for one song. Give yeah, me one full song. Mm-hmm. Also, well, maybe it's also because I caught COVID last time I saw him. Oh, yeah. That's not a good memory. That it's probably was trash. What do you think makes a good performance? Um, I'm a totally different artist. So none of my... when I I'm watch, not saying like personally. Yeah. Like, just in general. Like, oh. What do you, like what would you like... What would you think makes if, it to a, like... Yeah. If I was watching... If I was a fan watching a performance... What makes a good performance to me is interacting with the crowd, hearing your vocals. I want to hear you. I don't want to hear your track. That's just my opinion. Um, good, good stage, um, good stage lighting. You know what I mean? Like anytime there's like a cool light show or some type of screen, that's always fire. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like I said, just being an actual performer. You know what I mean? I think that's the things that I enjoy most about watching other people perform is just watching a straight up performer somebody who can hit all their lyrics somebody that's going from this side of the stage to this side of the stage interacting with the crowd having good um when it when the music stops having like um controlling the crowd having good story and stuff like that um that type of stuff is the things that i enjoy at shows which is probably why i don't go to a lot of festivals because it's not that yeah i um i just saw i've seen paramore a couple times but Mm -hmm. I recently saw them at Bonnaroo um, mm-hmm. this past summer. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was like in the middle of the concert, like I was like walking to the bathroom and she was like talking to the crowd. Mm-hmm. And the way that not like, you know, you usually like you hear like murmurs in the crowd. Mm-hmm. People are talking when you mm-hmm. like focus on that. Yeah. No, but not a soul was speaking. Everybody was so captivated by what she was saying. Yeah. And it was like chills like everywhere because she she can like run the crowd yeah, like that and for sure. um that's a sign of a great performer yeah so how do you critique yourself when you perform um you, are you hard on yourself absolutely absolutely i i look at it like a basketball player look at game tape you know what i mean after every performance i have to re-go through everything i did did i hit my talking points when the music wasn't going did i forget any of the set did i you know stumble over a word yeah. did i scream too loud did i you know what i mean like you know there's a lot that goes into you know perform being a performer and so i just try to hit every point but most times I feel like I give a good show. You know what I mean? I think it starts with effort. Yeah. And then, and you know, like I said, effort is just, you know, take that backtrack, take the back vocals out, hit all your words, remember your hooks, play into the crowd. You know yeah. what I mean? Let them get into it. Don't just be up there. Because a lot of times artists can get on stage and just, hey, look at me. I want y'all to just look at me. Yeah. But, um, you know, you want to make it an experience. You want to remind the crowd hey we're here too you know what i mean sing right. with sing it with yeah. me you know what i'm saying i also i appreciate an artist um because i'll i'll go to a lot of like local shows mm-hmm. and i mean i i know it can get um like hard when like you're doing a show and like only a few people show up uh-huh. uh i like i imagine like that's not like a, a great feeling but i appreciate the artists that are like fuck it we're still gonna have a great time even if there's just mm-hmm. five pe- five people or 50 people yeah. like it doesn't matter yeah you gotta, um you gotta and rock. i've i feel like i've noticed in milwaukee like that sets you apart from mm-hmm. it, like if you're i mean you not you might not even be playing like music that i like will listen to but mm-hmm. i'm gonna go follow you if you're rocking with a crowd if you know there's only a couple people or yeah. whatever yeah so i just feel like milwaukee gets they get so in their head like milwaukee artists can get in their head about it 
Yeah, I I I like to say like I've I've come across like cause I be in shows like I be just in the cut like watching you know just watching mm-hmm. art. I like discovering new artists and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but you can tell you can tell you know who practices who rehearses who really you know puts their all into it. And oh, you can you tell who can. And you can tell who doesn't. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? And um, a live performance is very telling every time. Yeah, you know what I mean? It is. Um, if you I, didn't rap, what would you do? <laughs> Ooh, if I didn't rap, I there's a couple things I would do if I didn't rap. One, I would be a teacher. I would want to. Um, I love mentoring or like passing down knowledge, just yeah. because I feel like it's not enough of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I feel like there's a lot of people with a lot of knowledge, but they don't just they just don't give the time of day to you know pass the knowledge down. So I feel like I would be a teacher. Um, I would be a Star Wars podcaster connoisseur. <laughs> oh my God. Literally, I'd be the guy in my room with like 10 Star Wars posters, yeah. Baby Yoda next to my mic, and yes. I'd be potting like crazy. Um, yeah, on Twitch and everything. On Twitch, yeah, <laughs> heavy. I'd be bothering this dude. It's this uh, page I follow on YouTube called Star Wars Theory. I probably message him You're once so a week. I probably oh I probably message him once a week, and really? I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for him to respond. He's gonna be like, "Holy crap, this dude's a rapper!" Like, let's get him on. But I'd be messaging him all the yeah. time. I'm like, bro please let me on yeah like let me on let me just do one episode <laughs> with you bro yeah um just because like it's just fire i love it i think about one of my favorite things in life like just in general is just mm. like ending up places that i never like intended to be like whether that's just like a location or mm-hmm. where i am now mm-hmm. um because when i moved to milwaukee i moved to milwaukee from where so okay <laughs> so um i went to harford high school Okay. So my parents live out there and uh, I got put on probation. And if you listen to the last episode, you know why. And so when I was on probation, I... um, I'm sorry, like school probation or like police probation? Police probation. Okay, got you. I I I didn't even (laughs) want to clarify. So when I was 18, um, a week after I turned 18, I got caught selling uh, shrooms in Mm -hmm, school. Well, mm -hmm. not selling them, but... That's what they charged me with. She my um, trap queen. <laughs> All right, um, and then when I got put on probation, I, I, cause I was like, you know, partying and doing all that. I started dating this guy just because I needed to like chill. So I moved in with him mm-hmm. in Oconomowoc cause that's where he was from. Mm-hmm. And I lived with him for about nine months. And then he was towards like the end of my probation. I got off probation mm-hmm. and I went to my friend's house. Like we were just kicking it. Um, just broke up with him. We were kicking it. She lives off of Brady mm-hmm. and she, we went to like a party and then I ended up, uh, <laughs> I met some people, moved in with this girl two weeks later and mm. then met Fiji like three months later and then everything else was history. The rest is history. Yeah. yeah. Well, me and Fiji. Okay. Cause they ended up living in this house, like, uh, four doors down from me mm-hmm. and so we just ended up kicking it for like a whole summer and then uh we made vlogs and then one day i was like hey let me manage you and then we started to do pretty well and then covid hit and then mm-hmm. we had to like stop yeah um but i don't know i just i guess i never thought i would be i would have a podcast yeah or do like i thought that you know i was just gonna work and do the music thing and mm-hmm. figure it out from there potting is fun it's yeah, you it's like been it? cool. I, oh, I love it. Well, I love to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so I think podcasting is it's pretty cool because I can just talk. Yeah. Um, but I actually before this pod, I tried to start like three other pods, and every one of them just kept falling through because mm. of 
like the co-host I kept trying to have. So that's why I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it myself. Yeah. And yeah. I just have a different guest every week. There you go. You were hard to get on here. You've been my hardest guest. I mean, it's not that you were hard. You just don't respond to texts. Nah, listen. I ain't going to lie. Like, <laughs> listen, last week was just hectic because that's when I was doing. I was doing the gauntlet. Like I had. I had to do the rave. I had to prepare for the yeah. rave. Yeah, well, I know that now. I had the Majestic, <laughs> and I had Pfizer form coming up, and I had to plan for my son's birthday, which was Thanksgiving. I've, wait a so, minute. Pause. Mm -hmm. Your son's birthday was. Happy birthday. It was so. on Thanksgiving, um, yeah. I forgot you did. You opened up for V's. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I performed at the I rave. forgot about that. How yeah. was that? That was dope. It was dope for me. Like, you know. Everybody went to V's. I was so mad I wasn't there. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. You know, they reached out. They wanted us to open up for them. So it was cool. It was dope. It was cool. Yeah, my thing with whenever I open up for another artist in their fan base, a win, a victory for me is because um, obviously when you come into that situation, no one's going to know you. Yeah. You know, when you open for somebody else. Um, so my thing is long as if I can leave with like 15 to 20 people really, really, really rocking with me out of this full crowd, I win. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, so and it was exactly that, you know what I mean? I I got up there, I did my thing. Um, you know, I was, I was able to throw a uh, too high to lob, you know what I mean? He was able to perform. So, that. um, you know, it was dope. Was I totally dope. forgot about that. Yeah, you are right. You did have a pretty busy yeah, week. I guess you had so a busy when we week. Was setting it, when we were setting it <laughs> up, I'm like, um. One, I was like, I was like slick tired. I was like trying to, um, you know, just set everything up with the sh with the shows, and then um, the time frame that you wanted to do the party, and I was like, okay, cool. I got this time slot, um, and the people from the Bucks they wasn't giving me a, a a set time, yeah, for the rehearsal in the beginning. So that's why I was like, all right, I'm gonna just wait it out until they give me a time. And so then, that's you could have just texted me. And then the, the time that they gave me ended up being the exact time that you said you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Had, so I was like, ah, oh my God. Well, it ended up working out. Cause it I know I remember I went up to you at Trinity last Wednesday. Yeah. I was like, you're so good for the pod. And you looked at me like, what? <laughs> was that a. That I think I said, trivia. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You were like, what? I know what it was. I have forgot. I ain't going to lie. I be writing stuff in my calendar. Mm -hmm. Listen, this whole uh, year yeah, you've has been, been busy. busy. I guess you've been busy. But I did write it down, though. I did put it in my notes. I put it in my notes. I did. It just got lost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to sign off with? Uh, For sure. Um, Can't Stop, Won't Stop, Deluxe Album. That's out right now. If you're listening, make sure you go get that. It's on all platforms. <laughs> uh, Wave Chappelle, Men of Beats, Dakota G on the mix. Um, I have media training, so this is like fairly easy. Um, <laughs> um, 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 I have a show coming up at Amorphic Brewery. That's December 9th if y'all not doing nothing. Pop out for that. And then, um, you know, just keep rocking. Stay wavy. Milwaukee, we here. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Wave. Appreciate uh -huh. you. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys.